Welcome to When We Speak, where we shed stigmas, say goodbye to shame, strengthen ourselves, and encourage others. I am your host, Tasha Hunter. This is a podcast where I am blending the intersections of race, gender, sexuality, faith, and trauma. If there is a topic that most people say we're not supposed to talk about, I'm talking about it because that is how we heal. We don't heal in silence. We heal by speaking out. Today's episode is about people pleasing and it's a topic that was by request from one of my Instagram followers. So thank you for the recommendation on today's bonus episode. And the person uh, wrote and wanted to know how they stand up for their beliefs and do so without feeling bad. The topic of people pleasing I've seen it on my social media feed quite a bit. Once I realized that I would be speaking about it, I really tried not to pay attention to what I was reading and listening to because I wanted what I'm going to say today to come from my heart, my mind, my experiences, and my perspective on the topic. And I have personal experience with people pleasing. It's something that I've battled with my entire life. For me, it came from very much feeling unloved as a kid and feeling neglected or abandoned by the people that I felt like should love me the most and should want me and should take care of me and keep me safe. The way that my people-pleasing surfaces as an adult is Sometimes I don't share my opinion on things that are important to me out of fear of hurting other people's feelings. Sometimes I don't share my truth out of fear of how it will impact others. Sometimes I will agree to certain activities or certain plans, even if it's not something I'm comfortable with, or I'm maybe I'm overwhelmed or I'm busy. And so I find myself agreeing to things again, because I don't want to inconvenience or hurt other people. Sometimes I'll have moments where I want to change my mind about something simply because maybe energetically, emotionally, I'm not feeling it anymore. I don't want to do it anymore. But out of a fear of hurting the other person, I'll continue with plans that I really don't want to do. I have had to practice honoring myself because I noticed that for me, when I did not honor myself, I violated my own needs, my own desires and paid for it dearly. People-pleasing is the result of childhood trauma, neglect, abandonment, rejection, not having emotional, physical needs met appropriately and consistently in childhood, being alienated at any point in childhood. And this isn't just with family. It could be a friendship. It could be any kind of a relationship that was important to the child. I think that childhood trauma has a a large impact on people who are now kind of identifying that they are also people pleasers. White supremacy and patriarchy, I believe, are also at the root of people pleasing. When we look at history and the people who kind of wrote the rules, who gave us a map of this is how you are supposed to behave. This is your role as a woman, as a person. This is your role as a mother, a father, a sister, a brother in your community, in your church. If you're in the military, you're taught that that it's service before self. 
in the Air Force. And in various ways in our culture, we are taught that other people come before we do. And if you really think back, what are some ways in which that message was reinforced in your own life? If you identify as a people pleaser, that other people's needs and importance are the priority and that you need to take care of others, take care of your children, take care of your partner, take care of the members, again, in your church, financial needs, physical needs, resources. I think that so much we learn about how we operate comes from white supremacy and patriarchy. And you'll hear me say it over and over again. I believe that the root of really all of the issues in this world stem from white supremacy and patriarchy. I can't think of anything <laughs> that white supremacy and patriarchy has not infected, but I'm open to learning because my mind might change on that. Should I find an example that does not fit? People pleasing is a protector. We learn in internal family systems that people pleasing is a protector. And all protectors, their main focus is to keep us from feeling pain or discomfort. Okay. So people pleasing is a type of protector. And sometimes how it presents is fear of speaking up, fear of speaking honestly, feeling uncomfortable when we are asked our feedback or opinion or in moments when we should give feedback or our opinion out of fear of ruining relationships, out of fear of abandonment, out of fear of hurting other people, out of fear of discomfort. Sometimes it presents in a failure to answer honestly regarding requests by other people. So we may say, yes, we'll do something when we really want to say no. Sometimes we'll agree to a point of view when we really feel the opposite. Sometimes we perform tasks where we're the helpers, the caretakers, the rescuers, the doers in our relationships. And we used our, our gifts, so to speak, our doing <laughs> as a way to build a bridge of belonging or acceptance. As long as you need me, then we'll be in each other's lives. If I'm useful, then you'll always want me around. I'll belong to you. We'll belong to each other. And I kind of hinted at this just very briefly, but also that includes adopting the beliefs of others, even when it violates the truth of who we are or when we don't even know who we are or what we believe. We quickly join others out of a desire to belong in a community or a friendship. And that's really to our detriment, right? Because we're not being authentic. So I find that many of us who are people pleasers still haven't discovered who we are at our core and what we stand for. And as I thought about my own experiences, what came to mind for me is I want to matter to people. But I don't want to lose myself in the process. I want to belong, but I don't want to have to violate my own knowing in order to belong. Of course, of course I want family. Of course I want community. Of course I want close-knit friendships, but not at the price of having to conform. If I have to conform in order to belong, that relationship is not an authentic relationship. And all people pleasers want to be loved, to be accepted, to be needed, to belong, and to just be wanted, right? And everybody wants that. I don't know anybody that does not want those five things in their life in some way or another. I think that people pleasing, that part of us 
that when it's when it's taken center stage, when it's taken charge of our lives, and when we are operating from a standpoint of people pleasing, I think that our own authenticity, purpose, calling, individuality, voice, autonomy, I think it dies. I think that we're burying our essence, our truth, our soul six feet under. And it takes us going through the very painful but worthy process of creating boundaries and saying no and learning who we are at our core for us to really be born again, in a sense, to return back to who we were always meant to be. When we are people-pleasing, if that's how we have survived, because as I said before, people-pleasing is a protector, you know, ask yourself, what is the nature of my people-pleasing? Is it cultural? Is it religious? Is it societal expectations? Is it trauma? Is it the result of being bullied, criticized, ignored, minimized? Am I also dealing with some self-esteem issues, self-worth issues? Is it also the result of having a fear of loneliness? And these are all questions that when I think about internal family systems, which is the type of therapist that I am, these are the types of questions that I'm asking. How old, when that voice is speaking, how old does that part of you feel? Is it your five-year-old part? Maybe you were 11. What was happening during that time in your life? Because oftentimes we know that trauma happens and experience happens in which we're left alone to deal with it. And when it happens repeatedly, that that's the trauma, right? As I'm saying that, I'm thinking of the words of Dr. Gabor Mate. What would happen if you didn't people please? Who would you be? How would your life be, be made any different if you didn't people please? I'm also wondering, would the people around you get angry? Would they reject you? Would you lose relationships? Would you lose a job? Would you lose money? Would you lose opportunities? Would you lose your home? What would happen if you didn't people please? What is the, the consequences of not people pleasing? And what would you do if you didn't have to protect yourself in that way? What would life be like for you? Take a moment and allow yourself to just, to just kind of imagine what that world would look like. Is that people pleasing part similar to anyone else in your life? The voice, the energy, the words, the fears. What kind of people do we attract in our lives? Rolling, domineering, manipulative, jealous, aggressive, even angry, narcissistic, people who are codependent. And here is the other thing that I'm also thinking. Also ask yourself, if you are a people pleaser, did you come from an environment, a home in which you grew up with parents or caretakers who had a either a low emotional intelligence or were emotionally immature? So they didn't know how to express, communicate their own emotions. They didn't, they were not built with like certain coping skills to navigate their own emotions. And sometimes that comes out. And if people are emotionally immature, they're abusive, neglectful, or also struggling with some kind of an addiction. Did you grow up in a home like that? And how has that played out now in your adult life? And now that you're kind of starting to think about the relationships in your life now, the relationships in your life in the past, what would it look like to manifest healthy relationships 
with zero toxicity, <laughs> where you don't have to people please, what would it look like to manifest those kinds of relationships? You fear, well, what if they leave? What if they abandon me? What if they get angry with me? But I'm asking you, if they leave, abandon, or get angry because you present your authentic self or you set a boundary, is that a relationship that you need? Is that an authentic relationship? Is that a healthy relationship? Is that a safe relationship? Is it a relationship where you are valued? Because you actually do deserve to be loved and valued and respected. A friend asked me recently, they said, I want you to take a minute and and just, if you could dream up the most beautiful dream or story for your life, future for your life, what would that look like? And it was such a beautiful question that it got me to thinking. And so I began to write in my journal, this is the kind of life that I would dream up for myself, that I would be living if I am creating the most beautiful story for myself. And I'd never been asked that question before. No one had ever asked me that. I don't even know that it was possible for me. I can You mean I can manifest, I can create a beautiful story for myself? So now... I am asking you, if you were to just allow yourself to dream, what is the most beautiful story that you could create for yourself? What kinds of people would be in your life? My hope for you is that it's people who respect your boundaries. My hope for you is that it's people who love, embrace, and accept your authenticity and people who encourage you to live freely. That means that you don't have people in your life who are pressuring you to conform to their standards or, or beliefs of who they want you to be to make them comfortable. Some of the consequences of people pleasing, sometimes when we're tired, when our parts are tired of, of, of doing the job of people pleasing, we can become jaded. We can isolate ourselves from others. We can become resentful, untrusting. And then what also happens is that one of the consequences is that we deny ourselves of real love for ourselves and we're unable to recognize real love and acceptance and safety in others. Sometimes we fear getting into relationships because we don't know if we can bring our full selves. We don't know if they're going to demand too much of us, if they're going to bulldoze right over any boundaries that we even attempt to set. Oftentimes, people pleasers are extremely stressed out from just the work that they have to put in into each relationship. What would happen? Still thinking about creating the most beautiful story for yourself. What would it look like if you pleased yourself? If you asked yourself, what do I need in this moment? What would I say if I weren't afraid? What decisions would I make about my life if I didn't have fear of judgment or opinions of others? What do I believe about myself, about the world, about others? And have I been afraid to voice my own knowing, my own experiences. I am challenging you to notice moments in which you are operating from a position of people-pleasing, how you express yourself on social media, how you navigate conversations with family members and friends and coworkers, what you agree to when you really don't feel up to it. Maybe you're agreeing to help someone or do something for someone when really you need to take that time for yourself to rest, to rejuvenate. Notice your body, what's coming up in your body, what's happening inside of you when you're making decisions that violate your own knowing, what's happening when you silence your own voice, 
what's happening in your body when you're denying yourself of your own needs? And what steps can you take this week to honor yourself every day? One small step every single day. I want to encourage you. You can be kind and speak your truth. You can be loving and you can still say no. You can be respectful and still honor your own needs. I hope that this podcast has been helpful. I would recommend taking advantage of free resources on the topic. There's so many other podcast episodes by others who are talking about people-pleasing. You can find the topic. Also, hashtag people-pleasing on Instagram. You can also find the topic discussed on YouTube. Use other resources and see what what do other people have to say about the topic of people-pleasing. And I'm sure that they will probably list some things that I just didn't think of. And I would also highly recommend reading books on the topic and seeking out a therapist that might specialize in the topic. I recommend if you can find an internal family systems therapist because they can help you with your people-pleasing part. There's also life coaches that specialize in people-pleasing. You may find some benefit there. And to end this episode, I'm going to ask you if you would to just repeat after me. My voice matters. My opinions matter. I am allowed to express my needs. I am just as important as everyone else. They are not more important than me. I can stop pleasing, providing, and performing in order to build relationships. I am enough. I am whole and complete. I take my power back. Hope you guys have a good day. Thank you so much for listening to When We Speak. Follow me on Instagram at Tasha Hunter LCSW. If you haven't done so yet, please rate, review, and follow me on iTunes and share it on your social media. If you want a copy of my book, What Children Remember, it is available on Amazon. Until next time.